Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 463 of the Extra Goldfish Podcast. And today, we have a small crew, and you're listening to my voice, Richard, because Seth has missed the podcast. Uh, I think this is like the first time we've two-manded Krim, uh, and I don't is think this- Seth has ever like missed a podcast in like literally eight years. <laughs> No, 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 no. I feel like we've done this before. Or was it Seth and I? I you guys have two-manned it. Seth is, is currently in upstate New York without power. He has lost power, uh, but he is the Iron Man. He he has never missed a podcast, I don't think. Or he's missed like maybe one podcast in like the entire time. Like he's he's always present. Uh, so today's yeah, going to yeah. be an interesting one. Just me and you, Krim. Uh, the, the children are out. We're going to talk about some... Finally. <laughs> we're going to talk about some anime cards from Raptica Remastered. Uh, we're going to talk about the new format, Timeless, coming to Magic Arena. And we got uh, Murders, Ravnica Murders at Karloff Manor previews to take a look at. So we'll go through all of that. Uh, but before we go through all that, let me properly introduce you. Krim, the Asian Avenger, how are you doing? Uh, good morning. I'm I'm doing all right. Pretty excited. We've got <laughs> we've got some funny uh, news, uh, like of a, a certain deck still winning a tournament, but uh, and a bunch of other things as well. Yeah, and I am the Codfather Richard, and yeah, we will we will hop into these topics today. But before we do that, uh, today's show is brought to you by Card Conduit, the easiest way to sell your magic cards. Card Conduit lets you skip all the typing, time, and work associated with buy listing. Their curated service lets you send in as many cards as you want with buy list value of $1 more and you pay just a 5% service fee. You can use their sorted service where you list and sort your cards and pay only 2%. You get a detailed report and fast payment once your order is processed. You can get another 10% off by heading over to Card Conduit dot com slash mtg goldfish so thank you card conduit for supporting today's show so let's jump straight into our new format timeless so cons of tarkir is releasing on magic arena this week and uh, along with it we're getting timeless so timeless is essentially every card available on magic arena uh with some asterisks and the first asterisk is uh there are some restricted cards so channel demonic tutor and tybalt's trickery so those will be restricted uh if you recall those come from like mystical archives and these things are are banned in historic uh the other thing is cons of tarkir will come and the fetches will be pre-banned in historic uh, so flooded strand, etc. Pre-banned and historic, but they'll be available in timeless. So that's another difference. You're gonna get a fully powered uh, fetch mana base, and the the ban list of historic no longer applies. So um, I don't know, Oko, whatever, Meatball Mask. What, what is actually banned in historic? <laughs> All of those so, things are so actually unbanned in timeless. They like they they technically are unbanned. Some of these cards are unbanned and historic, but they've been alchemied. So that means all the alchemied cards will be returned to their original state. So like yeah, met previously mentioned Meatball Massacre, Meat Hook Massacre, uh, will do what it does uh, compared to like do the same thing as the paper version. Yeah, and uh, like that's that's uh, well, and then asterisks, but alchemy cards are available in timeless. So if yes. you are playing with an alchemy-only card, you will get the latest version. So if it's been rebalanced several times, you get whatever the current version is. But if you are playing a card that has a paper equivalent, 
it will be the original version. So notably, like three fairy, three fairy, yeah, orcish not bow masters. They will be the paper version. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. So that is the format. Uh, notably, like things like uh, fetches and treasure cruise, fetches and dig through time, legal. Yeah, uh, all mystical archives. Yeah, I can't wait for that. Legal. Uh, channel is legal. It's just restricted. The three restricted cards, remember, but you can theoretically just channel someone out on turn two or whatever, turn one. So, <laughs> Krim, what do you make of this format? Is this replacing historic or like what, what, what is, what is this? Why is historic and this format still existing? I, I think <laughs> I can't tell if this is like, uh, them trying to make a f- like like kind of like halfway listen to what people like kind of wanted, which was hey, let's just have a format that is in, like like no alchemy versions of things and like just basic like just what we have in paper we want it to do online and what it does online we want it to do in paper right so and like this way you get to have this kind of legacy or eternal format on arena because it's everything ever released on arena so this includes lord of the rings yada yada and any other future collabs i think the one thing they missed is that i think people still don't want your alchemy cards so the thing here is they want like they kind of halfway got it they just wanted the format also to not have alchemy cards um i i don't know i don't know why there's a if you're not going to exclude the alchemy cards, I don't understand the purpose of this unless this format is just so you can have a format where you can play fetch lands. I mean, I guess, you know, you had banless historic kind of kind of pop off, right? The queues were really uh, popular uh, and it did real well. So I guess this is kind of close to that, right? So I guess this gives us a queue now to play. Although I don't see a world where the this and historic don't cannibalize each other. I just don't understand the purpose of it. Um, so I, I, I'm I'm not really sure how they're going to make the two formats separate each like stand like out from each other other than this is the format with all the most powerful spells and literally everything on Arena as opposed to like at Historic is like like asterisk mostly everything on Arena with the modified versions of cards. So I, I think th- like this will feel a little closer to paper, paper like kind of eternal kind of like stuff like that uh just like whereas like historic is the wild wild west christmas land and all of that yeah i I don't know so when i first heard of timeless i thought it was historic without digital cards uh but it it is not actually that because alchemy is here so it it begs the question is like what exactly is timeless because so currently there's nothing on the ban list and there's a couple of cards that are restricted. I don't know why, but they can't let this go, right? Like, are, are you going to play a format that's just like totally messed up and like imbalanced? No, they're, they're going to start balancing the cards and you're going to start looking like historic. No, <laughs> like as you balance the broken things, like, I, you know what? Oko is probably too good for this format. Oko's probably going to go. Is it? Right, like treasure cruise, dig through time fetches are probably gonna like like they're they're gonna start making it look like historic. So what is the point? Like why don't they just put fetch lands into historic and call it a day? Like I'm a little confused what the point of having both of these formats are. They said that the queues are healthy enough to support a new format, 
Like, no way. <laughs> like, no way. I, I am pretty sure if you're a historic player, you play timeless or historic, and you're not going to be, like, playing one and the other, right? Like, I, right. I feel we're all going to play timeless to do the degenerate stuff, and then they're going to fix the degenerate stuff. And if they don't fix it, like, who wants to play this anyway? <laughs> so, like, no, like, it, it, it's like, are we not going to get four fairy into timeless? Like, we're just going to ban three fairy, you know? Like... It, it was clearly too strong for historic. Why would it be fine in timeless? Like, it doesn't make any sense. You have counterspell vow, though. And I think memory lapse is back on the menu. These <laughs> I mean, are all again, cards that res- help three fairy as well. <laughs> <laughs> they also get dumpstered if three fairy resolves. But, I mean, I, I guess we'll see, right? It, it hasn't hit yet. And, I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, week one, I'm pretty excited to try to build uh, some, like, the old blue-red Delver deck with Swift Spear and, you know, Treasure Cruise, all that stuff in Modern. Uh, so I'm pretty excited to see how that goes. I <laughs> I do wonder, though, how long, like, does it actually run unchecked, like you mentioned? Because it can, it, there's no, like, you, you can't have... It, it's going to look like Legacy or something like that without the actual Force of Wills. Like, you know, like... yeah. I, I know we all like Legacy, but if you actually had to sit down and design a format, you wouldn't arrive at Legacy. Like, like Brainstorm is grandfathered <laughs> in, and we appreciate it. But, like, you don't want a format where you're like, you gotta play this color, and the best card is here. Otherwise, everything is a no-go. Like, you don't want that, right? And That's like, not true. You're gonna you're gonna anger the legacy. Oh, players. but it but it is like, everyone knows that brainstorm is not balanced, but it's like the charm of the format. So like here we go. But like fetches and and treasure crews, like that's probably too much. You you have Oko running around. Uh, you ready for some wilderness reclamation? You know, nexus of fate. Is that even gonna get played? I don't know. But <laughs> it, isn't it sad if like that is too bad for this format. You're like, what is going on such that you won't Nexus of Fate loot people, right? So <laughs> <laughs> I I'm sorry. I don't I don't know if this is like like I, I will say I don't understand why Konzatar here like just doesn't just like I don't know why historic doesn't allow fetches. They, they don't want because... fetches in historic for whatever reason. And then they decided to make yeah. a whole new format so that they can play fetches. Which is like, okay, cool. So now you have fetch lands and then everything else in Tarkir is like unplayable and timeless because what are you going to do? Siege Rhino me? Like, (laughs) Treasure Cruise is cons, right? Yeah, sure, sure. Treasure Cruise exists. Dig through time, sure. But like, those those are cards that are legal in Pioneer, right? Pioneer doesn't have the. Wait, does it have the fetches? It doesn't have fetches. Yeah. So, like, so, Pioneer is, like... His- oh, remember, we have Explorer, <laughs> too, by the way. So we're going to have Timeless, Explorer, Historic, Alchemy, and Standard. I mean, Explorer is a placeholder, right? Until they eventually get to Pioneer. So right now, just, just treat it as Pioneer, right? So it is Pioneer. So does, okay? does Pioneer replace Historic and Timeless? Like, is that what they're going for? Like, that's the, the mid-power Eternal format and then Timeless... As anything goes, let's, and then standard is the standard. Let's just say that, in, like, according to their release schedule, Pioneer hits. I think what they they said in like two to three years, right? Yeah. So, and that was what about a year ago. <laughs> uh, so, so they have about another year to get Pioneer, right? Or yeah. maybe two. So, I think by the end of that, what it'll look like on Arena will be standard Pioneer 
and then timeless. I think I think historic will be this thing where they'll they'll try to force just they'll need some format to force more alchemy cards into. Uh, but like it, it it's it's those are going to be the three played. I think at the end of this because that'll be the middle power. Uh, if you're gonna play old format and like like you know one ring all these things bowmasters, you're gonna want to play full like unhinged magic so mystical archives all that other stuff i don't i don't know why channels restricted i i, I think what do you, what do you think about restricting there. cards so we we haven't restricted anything ever like their design philosophy was if it needs to be restricted it should just be banned and the only reason we have restricted is so that vintage play like there is a home to play cards right because like <laughs> like once you're just banned everywhere, yeah yeah but like, how bad does it feel if you sit down to a tournament and your opponent just has that turn one restricted card that one of in their deck, the miser copy, and you get blown out like three games in a row? And you're like, thanks, thanks, right? Like, is it? I mean, restricted bad. Happy feast of Wintervale. What are you talking about, <laughs> dude? Like that, that, that was a get good scrub. I had my miser. I'm, I'm don't, don't you just run your deck fully loaded with tutors to tutor up your restricted card and then like go for it? Like, but I think that's why they they trim the tutors, right? So demonic tutor is one of the ones, right? That's but restricted. They, they can't keep trimming them though, because you know next set there's going like, to be another mystical archive or something, and they're going to start adding more broken stuff, right? It's it's just pretty much. T- I think this is so that timeless emulates a somewhat like arena vintage yeah. look, right? And and that's that's fine. Like, there's nothing wrong with playing high powered cards. I just I just hope people level their expectations when they go into this format because like it's there's gonna be some like real Yu Gi Oh vibes going on. You know what I mean? You're like, saying that in a take, bad way, right? <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Like not not OG Yu Gi Oh. I'm talking like current day Yu Gi Oh. So we're 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 gonna see what happens. Well, I mean, why, I think why we should just remove channel entirely. Well, <laughs> okay, so trickery, trickery is, is too nonsense. Oh, but Oko. it's too much nonsense. <laughs> Oko is fine. You know? Okay. You, I, I, I'm going to say this, and I don't know if I said it before. I probably have on the podcast, and I'm going to get yelled at for this one. I, I think Oko, in, in like by the end of 2025, beginning of 2026, Oko comes off the ban list or is not as a big of an offense as he once was. Because I think there will be better cards, right? So, <laughs> that, that be, that, the format that's... is so degenerate that you can't play a mid range card. That's what it means, right? If Oko is like so terrible. It means the board doesn't matter, creatures don't matter, and like you're just doing degenerate things to to just like I combo think spell off. pierce. Yeah, spell pierce is gonna be back to what it once was. You know, spell pierce was the the spell, right? Like it was the counter spell if you didn't have free counter spells, and and like that's how you stop turn two. Dude, Oko. Oko is banned so. everywhere in the formats with free counter spells as well, right? <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair, but you know what? I I I think you can come off the ban list in modern because the modern is Christmas land. So, uh, but but like that's what I imagine this will be, kind of kind of just like where it feels absurdly powerful. Uh, like just like Oko is gonna be the fair card of the format along with three fairy. <laughs> okay, if if you were not a content creator, would you be playing timeless? If I were okay, it's not even a content creator thing. It's more of, am I an enfranchised magic player? 
right? Like, like, cause do I want to see and play with all the old, cool old cards? Because how I look at this is like, I mean, just returning to Hearthstone, uh, like, like recently this year to play standard, I went to just humorously just dip my toes to see what wild was, <laughs> right? <laughs> Which is like the legacy, the vintage of Hearthstone. I played one game. I had my fun. I was good. And I never had to play it again. So if I'm not an enfranchised person who hasn't been there since day zero and not some magic boomer who wants to see like, you know, like all these old cards and whatnot, I think I play timeless three times a year three times a year iq three times a year this this format is it's like cool like hey oh my god this is the oko this is the three fairy lightning bolt wow then i get got maybe one too many times and then it's like oh that was a like that was a fun magic event i'm gonna go back i'm gonna go back to standard Yeah, I, I think so. Here's the thing. I, I feel it's fun for a bit. Like, just like when you play, say, Vintage Cube or something, you just draft some like degenerate yeah. stuff and you're like, yeah, right. Here's the problem, yeah. though it's not free. You got to craft these cards. You got to craft like the five fetches. If you don't have an Oko, if you don't have a channel, you got to go craft it. And if this format sucks, you have no other place to play these cards, right? Like, and this is the only place to play it. So after your week of fun, what do you do? So I would be a little cautious. I would wait to see if this format looks legitimate. I, I would wait to see if Wizards actually tries to balance it. Uh, but like, you got you to gotta pay money to play this, right? Like, you got to make those fetches. Those fetches are not playable anywhere else, right? So it's specifically yeah. more timeless. And then you're going to craft all these degenerate cards that are banned everywhere. Uh, maybe you have Oko, so maybe you you come preloaded with like Oko and stuff like that. But yeah, this costs uh, wild cards. Um, I mean, if you're starting a new account, right? Let's not let's assume that the person right is it's just like, hey, I started in Ixalan. <laughs> Do you think they're gonna make the deck for this like format? I don't think they will. Like this is what if they're like? I, oh, I, I want to play. I want to play vintage. I heard vintage. Vintage is cool. Or, you know, like, I want to play a Demonic Tutor. Like, you probably don't have Demonic Tutor. You got to, you got to, you got to craft that, right? You know, you know what's funny? I, I, I don't think that's what's going to get people to play this format. You know what is, though? Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah. But Lord, Lord of the Rings is in historic. Lord of the Rings is in historic, though. It's in historic. Sure, it's in historic, but it's, like, weird, right? Like, you never know. Like, you might have, like, Alchemified Bowmaster. So, if I want pure Bowmaster, I want what the card does in paper. I, you know, I think that this is the biggest thing here. Whether it's historic or timeless, whatever, how many of the new universes beyond will Arena get? And that will determine the popularity of this format, which if it, let's just say Lord of the Rings, right? We knew it was one of the best selling sets, right? Yada, yada, yada. People are going to want this format balanced because then it's like, why doesn't Frodo do anything? Why does Frodo get bolted? Right? Like, did Frodo? Did I just that, play that one makes it even dumber because that that gives you the argument for making everything in historic. So let's say Frodo sucks. You just keep buffing Frodo till Frodo does something. 
in historic. But then Frodo, but Frodo isn't Frodo, right? Frodo is then digital Frodo. But it's but it's playable. Uh, like what you know, like what <laughs> do you is, want unplayable is, Frodo or do you want buffed up digital Frodo? <laughs> look, I, I'm all for multiverses. In the year of the multiverse, right? Like I love that. I love that there's a different variant of Frodo, but that's not the Frodo that I opened at my pre-release, right? So I if the like that's why I think Timeless has the opportunity to capitalize on like putting everything that they had with a re- like with with like what I was hoping would be historic, right? But now that's like okay, pre-release of Final Fantasy, cool. I open Sephiroth. I want Sephiroth on Arena, but I want what my Sephiroth does. Not 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 an I, I, I version. Think, right? I think you explained it and then just convinced me that timeless is even dumber than I thought. Because it's like you want Final Fantasy, but what you're saying is it has to be playable and vintage for for it to be playable. And you're like, that's that's gonna be a tough ask without any buffs. Like every time you release the universes beyond, it needs to be played alongside Oko and fetches and treasure well, crews. Like that's a tough ask. You need to buff the heck out of that card. So it's okay, dark ritual is not even restricted. <laughs> yeah. So I can dark ritual into like like I don't know. It's a Frodo, yes. That, that would be great. <laughs> into Sephiroth on turn one. That could be that could be a line, right? Yeah, I'm just the, saying. Like I, I, I like, do think hey, you're right though. It has to do with universes beyond. Uh but I, yeah. I don't understand why it didn't go straight into historic, but like Warhammer 40k, it'd be nice if it was on arena, but where would you play it? Uh, so I mean, timeless like, is where I, they want it to go, right? I know this is a licensing thing between like uh, like GameWorks because I mean people are like discussing about that. Why isn't Warhammer on Moto right now, right? And I'm gonna have to imagine the same with Square Enix, Marvel, yada yada yada, right? But I do think that like this is Arena's chance to really capitalize on that. Do like Twitch drops to help grow Arena as well. Uh, like arena, this is year like 52. It's, it's not new. It's not new. I play your game every, every day. I would love to see you do Twitch drops. It's this new concept. Yeah. It's a brand Here, new play, concept. Play some timeless. You get, you get a, you get a Sephiroth sleeve Twitch drop. Okay. You, you, you queue in your opponents, like dark ritual channel, hey. Hey. turn one, slam you. Your, your hand is full of like eight drop Sephiroths. <laughs> hey, this hey, will it's totally not, go it's not... seemingly well. <laughs> As long as I got my sleeves. Hey, whatever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what Sephiroth's getting into You can into admire your, your, your card back while you're getting destroyed as your opponent uh, eggs you on turn one. <laughs> okay. So that, that's timeless. That's coming to Arena this week. Same with Cons of Tarkir. Uh, yeah. So we're, 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 getting, we're getting more stuff. And then they, they also mentioned that universes beyond and stuff like that. They, you know, timeless is a, a point for that. Uh, speaking of new sets, we have the early preview of the next set yeah. Karloff Manor yeah. so Ravnica Talk murders about at Karloff Manor it's releasing in yeah. February uh, so it's still quite a while a ways out but we got some early previews and then it's also the clue set is coming with it the, the board game clue Ravnica edition <laughs> thing can our editor is it possible I don't know which episode it is but I remember you and I specifically were memeing like, oh, well, what's going to happen next? MTG Clue? <laughs> I just want that audio clip <laughs> like just like played a hundred times and overblown. Okay. Uh, we got a couple mythics and rares and we got some key characters coming back. So we're going to hit up the previews. You can check them out at mtgpreviews.com. 
Uh, Rakdos, patron of chaos. Six drop Rakdos card. Six six legendary creature demon. Flying trample at the beginning of your end step. Target opponent may sacrifice two non-land, non-token permanents. If they don't, you draw two cards. Dude, this card is amazing in Commander. I don't think I'd actually play this in Standard, <laughs> but, but, but like, yo, this card is sick. I love this Ragdos. It's, it, well, also, have, have we talked uh, about it on the podcast yet, about like the special like treatments that are coming? No, we because haven't. We haven't talked about the the showcase treatments. So there, there's several case files. Yeah, there there's several files. different showcase treatments. The the case files that Krim is talking about is the dossier treatment, uh, the showcase frames. There's like a city showcase, and then there's a regular showcase. Um, there's also like yeah. the spotlight looking cards. So that's so i don't so let me get this straight is the spotlight is that something that is available like is that something that could happen to any version of this or is that only with the case file uh that's the one thing i don't know those are unrelated so so the case files the dossier frames uh yeah they, they, they kind of look like the test cards by the way but those those are a showcase treatment dude the spotlight, so cool. I think so far we've only seen on story spotlight cards. I think they're reserved for story spotlight, but don't quote me on that. We we have a a couple of those, but they're all story spotlights. Yeah. Okay. Well, either way, story spotlights are not like, Lord, I do not want to bring a black light to any LGS because the grossness of it. Uh, but like, yeah, like <laughs> all the Cheeto finger smears across all the cards. Oh, God. Uh, but yeah, like these case files are so brilliant. I personally love this uh, because it's the mystery aspect, like the the clue vibes, right? Like they nailed it. Every it's like one of those old like really? beige folders portfolios. So, so Seth I really likes so them too. Cool. I actually hate them. I look at it and they look like proxies Richard, to me. So when you the typewriter font. So did you play? So okay, you're too young for this. But like back in the day, like in 1995. Oh god, I'm about to get sunned right now. <laughs> We made proxies too, right? There, there were there were proxy programs, and they would print like this. It would be like a white frame, and then for some reason, it's like this courier typewriter font, and they would kind of look like this. They would have no art, uh, so I don't know. These look kind of like proxy cards, and like the way they because it's a case file, the the frame is like offset. It looks like it's it's crooked, like as if you cut a piece of paper. It's a bunch of photos, and you proxied it together, and it's like off, right? <laughs> like it, it, it oh, totally Richard, looks like this to me. This this is your inner. This is your like MTG boomer speaking right now. It's like oh, oh back in my day, we didn't listen to your screamy music. Like, does like, this look like premier this? to you? Look, okay, look. Yeah, we, we got we got we got to do this for the science. So, Krim, I was talking to Krim this weekend. He convinced me to buy One Piece cards. And then yeah. so we got we got Yeah, you did. We got we got Look stuff like this. Like this is a premium card. This looks like a proxy. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I, I was showing a one piece foil on camera if you're listening on Spotify. But I I don't I don't know. I, I think people like it because Seth was Seth really liked it. Uh and then you like it. But I, I think they're kind of cheesy. I would go for the normal I, I would go for the normal printing or the, the other showcase. The other showcase is like the stylized like art with like the city around it, I really like that. Nah, one. that's that's that. I don't know. Maybe like, to me that doesn't stand out though, right? Like like the border is like cool. It's cute. I like the city, but 
But like this pops, right? It is so jarring. It's so different. It is. It is that, jarring. That I love it, right? Like, like that's 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 what you want, dude. Right? You like, you, you would buy you a Comic Sans showcase, wouldn't you? Like, Yo, <laughs> you give me an impact. You give me an impact font showcase. Like, like I am, dude. I'm a sucker for the typewriter, and like, I I do like that they they just have like the way the image is off centered, like you had mentioned. I like that, right? It's like you know, uh, you you have detect. Detective Richard walking in with the cloak, the the top hat, the cigar. Not ever since what happened to Baby <laughs> Seth. I don't, I, I don't touch that game no more. Uh, like you know, you've got your your absurdly dark voice. You're you're constantly monologuing on rainy rooftops, like in black and white. I love this. I love this. I love the way it looks like the art looks like a stack of photos slapped onto the like case file. Like, come on. You, I, you know what I also really hate? The frames have no color. Like everything is white. Uh, there, there's like a touch of oh. like the card's color on the photo, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The red card looks white. The blue card looks white. The Boros card looks white. So, <sighs> oh come on. Okay, I wait, wait. I, I think. What about Rakdos? Rakdos himself. It's, he's a, it's, he's it's a great a six card. Mana, six, six blind trample. Draw two. It's non-token, non-land. So they they gotta sack something useful, yeah. right? <laughs> okay, so there's a part of me that wishes it was non-token, and that was it, so that they had to sack lands. Because if you, if can you imagine how sick that would be? Because this triggers at your end step. Yeah, I will say that that is pretty sweet. But how many six mana things that don't like like outside of Atroxa, which draws you like 100 cards, right? And Leyline Binding isn't actually six mana. So like, like I mean, a real legitimate six mana threat do we see in standard like like uh, like it, i'm talking it, it, standard is this strong enough to, so so you can't play six mana cards in standard like that so you you would either need to ramp into it or you need yeah. to reanimate but, it is this strong enough to do such things see so the thing is you can definitely reanimate this but this is not on the scale of what i'm like oh Pitch this. It doesn't win you the game, industry. right? Yeah, it, it just draws yeah. you more reanimation spells or something, right? Because yeah, yeah. the rest of your deck is, is that, right? Or it draws you more ramp. Uh, so it really I, needs to end the game if you're going to do a reanimation strategy. So yeah, I think kind of kind of scuffed. It's kind of boring too. Like uh, the, whoa, 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 whoa! Let's let's just draw not, two cards. Not. Like the old Rakdos was like flip coins, wrath the board, right? It was like kind of like spectacular. This one's kind of just like uh, okay, I don't know. It's a card advantage engine, I guess. No, 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 no. Like it lives up to the name, patron of chaos, right? You had the showstopper, which made sense why everyone would hold their breaths as you flip the coin. I, I, I love this. Also, just real quick before we move on, though. S tier flavor text. I feel like this is how I feel talking about my thirties, uh, and 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 in my quote and in quotes, an actual signatory of the original Guild Pact, over ten thousand years old, but doesn't look a day over twenty five hundred. <laughs> Honestly, lo love that flavor text. Love this card. I think it's going to be sweet in Commander. I'm going to play it in Commander as my Commander, but uh, in Standard, uh, now nah, I'm probably not playing this. You know, it actually has different flavor text depending on the printing. Which is kind of, which is kind of interesting. So the the city showcase that I liked has no flavor text whatsoever, and then the original printing Flavorless. says finally a performance worthy of my applause. So it's, it, he actually says different things depending on 
Oh, yeah, but you see, the, the, and then that's even funnier, and that's even better, because the case file, oh my god, I can hear the typewriters crunching up right now. Dude. It's a great detective movie. Zoopers don't even know what a typewriter is. <laughs> Yo, but I've, been, I've seen one in a museum, so. <laughs> All right, next up, a, another favorite returning character, Aurelia, the law above, five man of Boros. Flying Badass name. Vigilance Haste 4-4. Four, four. Whenever a player attacks with three or more creatures, you draw a card. Whenever a player attacks with five or more creatures, Aurelia deals three damage to each of your opponents, and you gain three life. Oh, that's not that's not even okay. lightning helix. That's like you hit three, <laughs> you hit each <laughs> of mean, your opponents and then gain three life. I, uh, uh, what do you think of this? Like, I, I, I'm not a okay. I saw like this light, 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 light spoiler. Lightning Helix got spoiled uh, as a thing for this set, so I'm excited for that. So they're they're like, and I've seen a few of, like on the internets. The designers of the set has said that Boris will be cooking this set. Yeah. So we're gonna see. Um, but as of right now, I don't see many things in Boros that I like. That like, and Mardu Angels might exist or something like that, and you could play this there. Uh, but. I don't think the abilities like pair up all that well with like angels, but we're going to see right now. I'm not a huge fan of Aurelia, the law above. Um, I do like the name though. This card is so good. This card is so good. Chris. You think this card is so good. So like standard. Yeah. Standard. Right. So good. It's probably best in standard. I mean, it's probably okay in, in commander, but the, the thing holding it back is like, what Boros cards do we have? And I am pretty sure we have enough white weenie cards to make this work. It's it's a okay. five mana four four flying vigilance haste. If you're attacking with two other creatures, you draw a card. Uh, it, your opponent can't swing back at you because if they do, a you have a vigilance flying blocker. But if they swing with three or more creatures, you also draw a card. And for whatever reason, they swing with five or more creatures, they better overkill you by three because you lightning helixing on the way back too. So those triggers happen when your opponents attack you. So it's kind of like, well, it's the, only if they attack with five or more. Well, I mean the lightning helix one, but the three or more, like that's reasonable, right? Sure. If they're actually trying to clock you, I think this is like a house in mid range battles because of this kind of like tax on the attack. And then triggering the card draw is not bad. You just have like two, two dirtles with Aurelia and you attack. That's draw a card. And it's also a four, four flying vigilance haste. So it's it's really good, no? And Lightning Helix has to be good, right? Like we know Lightning Helix is in the set. And then we look. We have the white weenie creatures, right? Like I, I think we got it. I think this is a real deck. I I I won't say that this is like garbage or anything, because I don't think it is either. I think that also standard is good when there's a five mana four four haste. That's what I've noticed, yeah. right? Usually, like some five mana, like hasty threat, aggro threat, whether it's Thunder Cow, Hellkite, or whatever, Storm Breath Dragon, like this is going to kind of fill in that slot if there's a deck that can play that, right? And, but I, I don't know if it's a White Weenie because it feels kind of weird that White Weenie would have a five drop. It's the top end of White Weenie to close out the game and to keep drawing weenies <laughs> in case something bad happened. I, do you play I, in a I mean, mid-range like, look, deck? I, like, what, what do we do with this in a mid-range deck? I, I like it in some way to punish after a sweeper, right? You wait for the sweeper, although, like, you know, then it's like, 
the rest of the abilities are irrelevant. Yeah, you're the, just the, the for abilities five are mana haste right? But but like I, I'm definitely like let me tell you something right now. As long as Sunfall is in the format and things like that, you're gonna commit more to the board to the Sunfall. You or just you gotta, gotta commit three, like you, three, right? And then also that's if three plus Aurelia, that's four. No, no, two plus Aurelia. So two or two plus Aurelia, Aurelia yeah, counts yeah. itself, but also four plus Aurelia plus the Lightning Helix might be enough to close the game as well, right? So if you that's fair going that's all fair. in as well, right? So I, I actually think it's pretty. Decent. I, I'm sad I don't think the card Sarah is Angel, bad. Though. Oh, Sarah Angel. Look, look at the power is, creep is, on Sarah Angel on this thing. Right? It's ridiculous. This is, yeah, this is probably what Sarah Angel needs to be, like, to look playable in the current year. But I, I think this is this is close. It depends on what else comes in the Boros shell. I think this is okay right now, just, like, in the dark without seeing everything else in the set. It's just, like, eh to okay but the biggest we're problem see is what happens because you can't stack them up yeah like but it, this like that's think the of, main think thing think of all the four and five mana hasty dragons that have seen play in standard over the years like this this has to be with them no this is like pretty decent is it too much to ask for like first strike <laughs> why do you first strike <laughs> you, you get i don't pro, know pro color would help so like storm breath dragon would like tap all the lingering souls and be pro white or whatever to no wait thunder mod tapped yeah. lingering souls storm breath was like immune to white removal to pro white which was good pro white would yeah. be good here because it can't get ley line yeah but that this so, way too strong but, i mean but like if the is the worst thing happening to standard a five mana boros mid-range threat yeah i don't think so so but yeah the card could see play we'll see but like between this and rakdos yeah i think this is leagues better than rakdos yeah. Uh, we got another mythic, Elquist, uh, Proft, Master Sleuth, three mana Azorius, three three. Call him what it is. Vigilance, one ET ETBs uh, investigate. X white blue blue tap sack a clue. You draw X cards and gain X life. That's Richard, I want you to look at the case file. Why are we looking Art. at case files? We've got Sphinx's Rev on a stick. Let me look at the case Yo, files. <laughs> first off, two things. Look at that. Because yeah. if you haven't seen it yourself, and, and for everyone watching, you, you, you can see it. We'll bring it up here. But the art looks like Markiplier. <laughs> <laughs> he straight up looks like Markiplier. Uh, second off, if you're listening, that's another YouTuber. Don't worry about it. Point is, I think the humorous thing is he cracks a clue and then gets a revelation. Dude, that's so murder mystery. Like, come on, dude. The the flavor is there. How cool is that? I think this card is like kind of unplayable. But, Wait, but, what? Like, this is actually no. Actually, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Not, not unplayable. Not unplayable. I just realized he has an ETB that investigates, and he's a three mana vigilant. He's a three mana three the three vigilance. So a, a blocker. He investigates to make you a clue, yeah. so you can. And spend additional two mana to draw a card, and then you can right. Sphinx's Rev sacking a clue, and you can chain them together. You, do, you, do you remember what was gross about Ravnica Standard? It's not the first Sphinx's Rev. It's when you start chaining the them together, and this is a reusable Sphinx's Rev as long as you make another clue somewhere. Like isn't this the, disgusting? That's the thing here. Do you hear that asterisk that you just said? As long as you make another clue. As long as you have this guy, right? Okay, but like, let, let's say like, let's say you don't make another clue. Just one Sphinx's Rev attached with a three-three blocker and the option to draw a card early. Like, is it is it that still really good? Look, 
I love Markiplier as ne- as much as the next person. But like, I I I don't even think Sphinx's rev is going to the current what? year. <laughs> what? Dude, no. I, is, is that I, where I we're at? Say, okay. What do, what are you what shell are you playing this in? Blue white doesn't like the blue white flash deck. Notice how that says flash. This doesn't have that. So Aaron and Giada kind of takes that spot, right? It's a new deck uh, called Control Crim, where you just load up with removal oh. and counter spells, and then you Sphinx's Rev to stabilize. The the only bad thing is Shouldred makes you very sad if you don't have the answer and you can't you can't snap off that rev. But you only I lose mean, half the life if you somehow survive the rev with Shouldred, right? Because you gain a life true. and then Shouldred takes though. two from you. That's true, though. You got a point. Also, Shielder's not that big a deal. It's fine. The The main thing is, just regardless of Shielder existing, I think this card is just in a weird spot on the curve. Like, you have Wedding Announcement, you have Rafine, you have all these things that are so good at three, and, like, they have, like, Rafine has Ward. Rafine requires zero mana to sink <laughs> into to draw cards, right? Like, you just draw the cards. Now, Seth, you know, Seth's not here. I'll do it for him. This is the the angry man yelling, angry man, old man yelling at the clouds. This is why rotation should have happened. <laughs> uh, but but like regardless of rotation happening or not, I I will say that yeah, Rafine existing means that this card is a little bit less appealing. Uh, Rafine has ward. This doesn't. It fits in on the three slot. Uh, this isn't played in blue white flash because why would I want this right? Um, it's. I can't believe it. We'll I'm see. If you. There's... You, you, gotta, you gotta hand in your control mage membership, Krim. <laughs> Dude, like, Rafine, like Cavern Rafine Souls. is like an aggro deck. You need other creatures, right? Like, you obviously, this doesn't help you uh, in the same way. If you're playing like Drago Control, why are you tapping out? I, I get that. What if you play Tap Out Control, Krim? What if you just play. Tap out Blue White? Al- Alchris into Wandering Emperor into Sphinx's Rev. Like, there you go. That's all you need. That's all you need. You know what? Ambitious dude, that... farmhand into Alphys. <laughs> that sounds Lottery. like an awful curve, dude. That sounds like you've lost the game. <laughs> I've just chosen to... <laughs> uh, you know, th- this card makes me want to play standard, Crib. Like, of all the cards I've seen. Okay, hey, hey, hey. You you do you. Different strokes are different folks. Is Sphinx's like... Rev really bad in 2023? No dude, way. Am I that I don't Hoover? think Sphinx's Rev is good, dude. I love Sphinx's Rev. All right. I sh- I I I shed a tear every time I cast that spell because I know I'm lying to myself. Whatever I'm about to think, I'm lying to myself. I can't. All, all we need is a think twice. Just give me a think twice in this format. They have one. And we cook. There me. is one. Wait, is there? They made a new think twice that's even better. It's how do you get <laughs> it's better? Called than, than the it's called deduce. The greatest card deduce. of all time. Okay, deduce. Oh, it actually, it actually is. Deduce is a two-mana instant. Draw a card, and then you investigate. So Think Twice was two-mana draw a card, flashback for three. This is the, yeah. the flashback is investigate for two. So it actually is just straight yeah. up better. We're, we're, Yo, play, we're, play, is... we're playing blue-white control crew. What, what more can we say? Think Twice is back. Think Twice is back. We're... We're playing Sphinx's Rev. Yo, this deck sounds terrible. Uh, all we need is the Folia Drown Yard, and then we can play Esper, and then call it a day. <laughs> hey, look, I will say yes to that, but dude, 
Hey man, are you again? You play what you want, but I'm gonna say think <laughs> right, twice I, is back think, in the think format. Twice probably too bad for 2023, but I don't know. Actually, maybe not be actually that bad. But there's no way Sphinx is rev. Sphinx is rev still refills your hand if your opponent doesn't kill you first. <laughs> You're talking about a, a, back in the era when people conceded to card advantage. <laughs> Right? The same era where if I rev for seven and it was all like poop, but people still conceded. <laughs> like, half, you know this too. Back then when you would rev, it'd be like four lands and like another rev and like probably, I don't know, two irrelevant cards and people conceded. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, thank God, because if you made me play this out, I would have lost. I, I have Disciple of Bolus for six and then drew six straight lands and my opponent proceeded to kill me. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, whoa, you're supposed to concede here, buddy. You didn't know this happened. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. You're supposed boy. to concede to card advantage. But no, like that. And this is more steps. I don't even get the rev right away. The one thing I will say it's a block is that the, the, the problem with rev is you die before you rev. But here you can chuck it down as a 3-3 vigilant blocker and you can draw off the investigate too if you want. I, I like that there's an ETB, so he kind of leaves behind this token draw card. He's a 3-3 Vigilant body, which is nice, but it's like this... Again, it has to be a new archetype because it's in a weird spot on the curve where I don't know if I'm tapping out to play this. It's not a bad card, per se. I don't believe It's just that. like... I'm going to check back. No Crimson's going to be snapping off Sphinx's Rev, having the time of his life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I'm happy to be wrong if you're telling me that Sphinx's Rev is good in standard. Like, here's right? the deck. Like, Alquist, Deduce, Wandering Emperor, Sphinx's Rev. That's all. That's, like, that's the whole deck. That's, that's, that's the deck. Sunfall, just throwing some Sunfalls for fun. Like, that's the deck. <laughs> so what did I draw more of? Deduces? <laughs> the Deduces get you... <laughs> To the Alquist. <laughs> Dude, the deduce is like dropping a hot deuce on my like, and, and gameplay keep, right now. The deuce is actually so... Because it keeps the clue around for you to snap off the second Sphinx's rev from Alquist. It's so good. Ah, okay, okay. If if there is a clue engine, and, and that deck is not fringe playable, like, you know, something I'd meme and make a deck out of, I mean, like, actually a deck, this card goes in there because that's a new archetype. But as of right now, the existing archetypes in standard, he has an uh, no place. It's okay because <coughs> Murders is bringing new archetypes. We talked about Lightning okay. Helix, Chris. Okay, yeah. How good is Lightning Helix in standard? That card's still good. That I'm I'm sorry, like Lightning Helix, that's still good. Now, is Boros cooking in standard? I see Lightning Helix, and I at least think about splashing Boros, no matter what. And and maybe this is my inner boomer appealing to this because maybe this card isn't good anymore. But Helix is still good, right? Like three damage to anything to the face, gain three. That's still good. The question is, what shell comes around Boros? So three what? mana kills pretty much. <clears throat> all of the small stuff, like all the three guys. Rafine is a 1-4, I guess, with Ward. With Ward. Uh, Shouldred is a 4-5, but outside of those, like everything in Soldiers dies. Uh, except so, Adeline. Except Adeline. Mono Red, everything pretty much dies. I mean, so yeah, I you think. counter this. This is like a counter spell to Mono Red. You not only have yes. you, you've cryptic commanded them, you've countered them, you've countered a burn spell, and you've removed a creature. 
I like it's got like there are some creatures at three mana with four toughness, right? So like Adeline, um, Rafine, stuff like that. But the majority of stuff still dies, and you get the three life, which, like Krim said, is basically a time walk or a counter spell versus like aggressive decks or even mid-range decks, right? That's another 1.5 cards you can draw with the children on the battlefield <laughs> when you gain that life, right? So it's gotta be good. It's gotta be so good. That we we play Aurelia with it, it's got to be one I'm, of the best I'm removal not, spells. No, I I have to imagine it's it's like it's at least a premier spell. But again, that's because we're we both played in Boomer eras. We saw this played in Modern. I mean, if you showed me Electrolyzing current day, I'd probably lie to you and still think it's good, right? Because because I love that card too much. Look, I love Electrolyze. I love Lightning Helix. God, give me good old Jeskai control in Modern. Look, tur um, turn one. Turn one, pass. Turn two, Helix. Turn three, okay. Alquist. Turn four, Wandering Emperor. Turn five, you already won the game. You can sunfall if somehow something stuck there. You just untap and you sit there. You can deduce. You start snapping off revs. Unbeatable, Crib. Unbeatable. <laughs> is that our is that our late game? I, I have to imagine that's that that'll be that'll be fun. It'll be fun. I it comes back to what the shell is for Boros. I really can't wait because then maybe, maybe I will go. I, I see y'all in the comments. Richard and Krim don't know how to evaluate Quintorius or whatever. It's like, <laughs> yo, it's not played in standard. I don't know what you're talking about. It's like, it might be broken in older formats, but maybe, maybe this is that shell. Maybe this Boros shell means Quintorius. Everyone gets their uh, favorite elephant uh, in standard and it's actually playable. So Boros is shaping up to have a few few pl like playmakers. All right. Uh, so the clue set is coming with this too. And Krim, do you know how this actually works? What what is the what is the clue set that that's coming alongside Ravnica murders? Okay. I I might be off base. I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> but but it looks like the clue set here is just everything that we know about clue turned into magic a magic little mini game right so like lead pipe is a card like if you remember if you've played the clue board game lead pipe is a card god it's still so funny i just hear it in our heads my like in my head our voice is laughing <laughs> mtg clue two years ago or something and now it's here um so lead pipe is equipped creature gets plus two plus zero when a creature dies each opponent loses one pay two sack it draw a card pay two to equip it so the items from what we know right you you like you have the items um you have some of the characters like senator peacock uh, so now if you remember like, you know, General Mustard, all that stuff from the Clue board game, they've now been MTG-ified. Is that, is that, what do we call that? Universes within? When we, when we take other oh, stuff it, and bring it okay, to wait, our world? Okay, wait, actually, this is Universes Beyond. And, and we know, okay. we, because A, they're, they're outside characters, but if you look at the rarity symbol, it's the triangle. It's the, the same one oh, we use for right. Warhammer. It's the same one we use for Lord of the Rings. So this is official okay. Clue IP. Uh, so if you're a Universes Beyond hater, you got to start hating this, even if you're a Clue fan. <laughs> but this is technically Universes Beyond. Uh, it's bringing okay. Clues to the next level. I know Phil is super hyped about the set. Like, 
Lead pipe is an equipment that's also a clue because you can just sack it. The, the type is actually artifact yeah. clue equipment. Senator Peacock turns all of your clues, or sorry, all of your artifacts into clues. Uh, and then uh, the, the land cycle is interesting. So dining room is an ETB tapped land. It's green. It taps for red or green. So it's a dual land. You can pay four mana, tap it to investigate. Uh, yeah. This is... This is set levels of mana. So remember, this is five mana to make a clue because you got to use the land itself and then two mana to crack. So that's seven mana to draw a single card uh, off your mana base. But that's pretty interesting. And then the art is also the clue room, which is uh, kind of cool, right? It's the dining room itself. Right. So you can play what is essentially a game. It's a multiplayer game. And you're going to... like. Every every character from the world of Clue has been reimagined into a certain guild, right? If you look at the way they're designed, like this person, Senator Peacock, looks like they're in Azorius. General Mustard uh, looks like he's in Boros. So I think this is pretty nifty. Uh, I think there's also supposedly another set of rules, a new way to play the game as well. Like, have they fully explained that? Is like I'm not sure. Like, do we do we know? Uh, like like about the alternate set of rules. Like you could still play the normal game as you would expect of hitting each other, yada, yada, yada. But there's like a an element of clue gameplay added to it, right? No idea. No idea. <laughs> it, it sounds like it. Uh, but there's also something important here. Uh, Steam Vents is in the clue set. It's coming as a box topper. <laughs> oh, and Shocklands. Here you go. <laughs> so so Shocklands. That leads me to believe this is some kind of alternate game mode or something where they they felt they needed to add Shocklands to sell it. Like you, they they typically do this with like uh unhinged like the the unsets and things like that. So I'm assuming there's some wackiness going on and they're going to rope in 60 card format players by giving them the Shocklands. Uh so yeah. Y- Okay, do we, like, I, I don't know how much this costs, but if a if it comes with one of each Shockland, that's pretty good, right? No, 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 those are box toffers, Krim. You're gonna, you're gonna have to gacha loot box your way into this. Oh, I, I, I don't think it comes with a full set of, <laughs> set of uh, Shocklands. Oh, man! Okay, well, then never mind. They, they should just put Battle Bond lands into all of these, by the way, as well. Yeah. I mean, they should just give away lands for free, but that's... Uh, <laughs> that's true. We talked about that's this for, true. for a while. Uh, one last topic we wanted to hit up. So uh, we we had the modern bandings, right? So Rakdos Scam oh. got hit <laughs> got hit with the Fury, right? So it turns out, yeah, at the Grand Open Qualifier uh, in Barcelona this week, Scam is is well and alive. Uh, we we call it Rakdos Mid Range, and we beat out Living End and took down the whole tournament. Uh, no no Furies required. No theories required. I mean, first off, congrats though to the to the winner, uh, because I I like that. I like that. <clears throat> Just because you it, it <clears throat> the deck took a huge ban and still like the pilot was still able to outplay and and outmaneuver the entire field who got cold feet and dropped off the deck, but they got rewarded for being a true believer, and I respect the hell out of that. So that's pretty funny. So l- let me, l- let's let's take a look at the deck list, right? It For the most part, it's not scam. It's what scam was. 
It is. It is. So, it's still scary. So, 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 so I've been following the modern subreddit after all of this Rakdos drama. And people are like, guys, I figured it out. You just you just cut the reanimation spells and play like more fables, and then you you have this deck and it's pretty good. And then I'm like Look at all of these zoomers rediscovering Jund midrange, except they've decided to cut the green. Uh, so the, the deck that won is a midrange deck. It's running four not dead afteralls. Uh, so that, that's yeah. one of the reanimation spells. And then Malakir Rebirth. So five reanimation spells. The rest is just Rakdos midrange good stuff, right? It's like Voidwalker, Green, well, Bowmasters, Monkey, Pyro, Shouldred, Fable. Thoughtseize, Let, Molten Collapse. Let's rewind it. <laughs> Did you say Grief? Yeah, Grief is there, but you can play Grief and Jund. That, that's like a solid card. No, dude. Like, if, okay. If, if, you're, if you're playing the fairway, it's fine, right? If you're trying to reanimate Grief, we call that a scam. It, it's more mid-range. So what are, they, what are they doing? What are they doing with Not Dead After All? What do you think they're doing? <laughs> they're <laughs> not they're dead reanimating Douthy Voidwalker. Play, oh, okay. Well, Okay, okay. Well, let's let's be honest here. Let's call it what it is. Boom. What did we say? Grief should have gone to with Fury. Yep. I mean, I totally agree it's, with you. Right? Like, look, it's still there. It's still... It turns out if you double thought sees on turn one, <laughs> you still wreck a lot of the meta. I mean, if you, because... if you, if you take Judd midrange... Cut four Tarmogoyfs and put four not dead after all. Throw in four griefs. Like here's here's where you're at, right? Like it's it's the pile of good Rakdos cards we've seen across basically all formats. Like from standard all yeah. the way to legacy. It's the same Rakdos. Turns out Fable is still really good. Turns out Shouldred is good. Turns out Orcish Bowmasters is really good. Monkey is here still. Uh, and then you just the scam back package got smaller. It's still here. And I, I just want to know in the finals how many uh, turn one griefs were cast. <laughs> like may, maybe no turn one griefs were cast at all. Or maybe every game they got the turn one grief off and their opponents like, come on. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's living end, like, right? You probably, you're probably cutting the griefs, right? Like that's that's the actual surprising part that <laughs> in the finals they uh, beat living Unless end. you discard turn one, they're on the draw and you discard their living ends. Yeah. Or all their cascade enablers. Yeah, but yeah, modern is still shaking out, but people people are still making the Rakdos work. So maybe this is what Wizards wanted, right? Because the, the deck got knocked down a peg, but still viable. Uh, but I, mean, I would argue yeah. you still don't want to get griefed on turn one. And you, you, you didn't fix anything, but... <laughs> huh. Yeah, weird. It's like, that card is still good. That card's still good, huh? <laughs> All right. Uh, so that brings do us fish mail? to fishmail. If you have questions, send them to at MTG Goldfish with the hashtag MTG Fishmail. We'll get to your questions on air. Uh, G said Seagolo, last week, Baldur's Gate 3 won Game of the Year. How come Wizards, owner of D&D and Magic, doesn't do anything related to it? It's Game of the Year, not even a secret layer. Ah. Uh. You know, I that is that is one of the big questions, right? Like, you had a set for it, you know, to celebrate game. They they did tweet something out, right? They tweeted <laughs> something out like congratulations, which is at least an acknowledgement. But I think, ha- like, they should just like 
re-release the set for a limited run or something like that, right? Like, as in, like, do another run of it? Because is that still in circulation? I don't think Baldur's Gate set, like, Commander's, like, Commander Legends or whatever is still in circulation, right? Because... I no, I, I was just at Walmart trying to see if I... I know there was no Baldur's Gate yeah, on, the, yeah, on the shelves. Yeah, I, I don't... I don't I don't see that stuff anywhere on the shelves at major retailers. So they should do another print run of that. And I'm not saying that because there's a ton of cards in there that need to be reprinted at the price that it's at now. Um, but yeah, like I, I'm so shocked that they aren't going to do something else or maybe maybe they will. It's just down the line. Right. Because I don't imagine that. Like, I, I think there was always a plan to return to a, a, a forgotten realm or whatever. I think there's definitely a, a reason to come back, right? Because I'm not a D&D guy, but tons of people have said there's still a lot left on the table. So, I don't know. Maybe we'll get the Game of the Year edition Secret Lair next year because everything works like a I year mean, and a half. Uh, so, I get Secret Lair being hard to make and like they got to actually make it. But like, why didn't they just drop free Baldur's Gate cards on Arena for people? Be like, here, uh, here's a Shadow Heart, and here's a Lysel, and here's a Will, or whatever. Have fun. Thanks for supporting Baldur's Gate Three, guys. Right? Like, like, like they could have done something like super simple like that, but like, I don't know why they did it. I haven't actually opened Baldur's Gate. Did I get any drops? <laughs> I'm gonna imagine no, but that's that's more Larian games, right? But Wizards of the Coast and yeah. Magic: The Gathering, we should at least maybe even a a Baldur's Gate event on Arena. Uh, I don't know what it'd be, but you know, yeah. one of their special formats, but at least they could have just dropped us some free cards and made people Something play Baldur's Gate. Something should happen. Right. You're like, hey, we won game of the year. Go buy our $60 game. Thank you. Right? <laughs> like, I, I don't know. They Wizards always drops the ball on kind of these like promotional crossovers. I know for yeah. uh, Honkai Star Rail, they also won Mobile Game of the Year. I got a free 10-pole crib. I got, I got some good stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, they, they, you they actually give I... out celebrations and rewards. God, you're such a weeb. <laughs> <laughs> I got my 10-pole no, On top crib. of that. I got my 10-pole. Did you go... Did you go to, is there a boba spot near you? I think there is, but like, like there, like throughout California, there's a chain of boba spots called Sunrite. Oh yeah, I got it. And I, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I, got, I, I got love that bo- Richard's like, oh. It, it was disgusting, oh, by it. the way, if, in case you, in case you're wondering, like Sunrite is okay, but they have like the special uh, drinks for Kafka and Blade. Yeah. I got, yeah. I got the Blade drink and it was like horrendous. I was like, I couldn't even finish it. I, I didn't even want to come back for the Kafka drink. You spend like $7 for the boba. You get like 10 cents of in-game currency. <laughs> but I was like, don't worry. I saw the pop-up sign. I was there. I supported my game. But yeah. That was- the ROI on that sounds insane. 10 cents worth of in-game credit and like a, like four hours in the bathroom because you drank this like purple, black, white drink. If they just white gave drink. me the normal boba, it'd be great. Like if I, like I, I would get yeah. boba from Sunrite, but the, the special drink was just like too much it was kind of gross it was like a block of sugar right like yes. it was just like a a clump I, I know that boba is like viewed as a sweet drink which is fine so just remember this is like that but amplified yeah. and yeah but like 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 that that's uh, i'm glad i'm glad you went but got I, I, got, I got my kafka coaster and uh cup holder thing so yeah you know it was worse so yeah so for the record if they had a Baldur's gate three pop up at sunrise, i'd be getting some gross boba there too <laughs> like if, if i could get a, a shadow heart coaster i would do it uh so the asterion or or the carlac yeah carlac crunch <laughs> oh yeah 
So Wizards of the Coast, <laughs> I will buy a J smoothie if you want to uh <laughs> if you want to celebrate. I guess 30th anniversary would have been it, right? They they they, they didn't they didn't uh collaborate with KFC. I know KFC is big for collabs, they always collab with everything in China. <laughs> uh but like yeah, if you just McDonald's. McDonald's had the McDonald's 100th anniversary Pokemon. toys. They have Crash oh, Bandicoot yeah, yeah. right now, apparently. I didn't know that was still around. Yo, I could tell your dad because you know exactly what toys are at McDonald's. Yo, I get a coffee from McDonald's <laughs> in the morning and I check out the Happy Don't Feels Don't lie toy to me, Rich. You get a coffee. <laughs> you check the kid. That, that is the perk, though, of having kids. It's like, you don't feel weird if you go up and like, hey, let me get 30 of these McDonald's kits with every Pokemon <laughs> card in them, please. But like, you know, <laughs> the Pokemon cards are for only you. <laughs> that, that's how it works, Grim. That's that's the privilege. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, that's that's the daddy. That's the dad perk. Dude, I, I wish we could get Magic together and get McDonald's. Like seeing everyone go crazy. And, you know, they, they have to put up the signs like we don't sell the Pokemon yeah. cards. You got to buy the Happy Meal and we're out. Uh, but if that was just like a pack of magic cards, oh, that'd be so good. Do you think like, okay, if, if McDonald's showed up with like magic cards, do you think it would actually draw? No. Like flocks of people? We don't have any IP. It doesn't matter that the Pokemon cards suck, right? It matters that there's a picture of the Pokemon there. So when Jace becomes a household brand, it doesn't matter that his card sucks. It's just a special Jace that I can buy at the... At McDonald's. Yo, you you just it's simple. You you oath break a fi or oath what is it? Oath gate gate watchify Ronald McDonald and friends. Like, can you imagine Grimace in like a Jace cloak? That's that's funny as hell. Why not? And then and then you make a, a McDonald's secret lair you UB that is not really a full set. You go to McDonald's, you get a random, like, oh, it's Grimace's Jace or <laughs> Like the card can suck, but it's funny, right? Like I would, dude, or maybe, maybe it's just me and like 40 other sweaty, sweaty nerds will just be there in line trying to get Grimace, Grimace Jace. So, but like, dude, I would go, yeah, I, would. I would totally go. <clears throat> can can you imagine the golden arches of Araska? Like, oh, I, I would yeah. <laughs> I get that right now. Right. So yeah. Yeah, dude. I, I, I am pretty sure Wizards would love to do it, but McDonald's was like, nah, we need stuff that actually attracts people. Crash Bandicoot <laughs> it is. <laughs> well, we'll see about that when we get Marvel and we've got Fortnite and all that other yeah, stuff. Yeah, once we get Marvel, we can sneak in by giving people like Marvel magic cards and Happy Meals. Then they'll go for it. <laughs> but I don't know. Marvel's on the downswing. So I don't know. We got we to gotta, we gotta latch onto the next wave, crew. <laughs> we got to get the next cool things for the Zoomers. <laughs> Uh, okay, <laughs> so without Cynthia, we rambled on far too long about random stuff. Uh, so thank you everyone for listening. Remember to like and subscribe, and we'll see you all back here next week. Bye.